Are you ready? I was born ready, John. Born, born ready. John Peckman Podcast, born ready. The Born Ready Podcast. <laughs> John Peckman Podcast, Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance, beautiful downtown Portland, Connecticut. Come over the bridge, go through one set of lights, look left, pull a Yui, park in front of the red neon light building. Listen, Dave will tell you how to have your very own podcast here in our beautiful studio. If you're listening on YouTube or watching, like and subscribe. And we are here today with Mr. Skip LeClaire, guitar player. Yeah. Let me just say, could possibly be the first per human I ever saw play guitar. Probably. Could be. Yeah, I think I met you when you were two and a half years old. <laughs> Good. Uh, I remember it. Went to school with my sister. Yeah, elementary school. Right. Yeah. So yeah. when she, when my parents would go out and she would babysit, all the hippies would come over. We were always yeah, over there. And you were one of, <laughs> yeah. And you were the guy with the guitar. And I, I swear, yeah. well, I remember when your parents came home with you one day. Uh -oh. and, and this is, this is hilarious because yeah. I, I can see it like it was yesterday. Uh-oh. Your mom says, John, Jonathan, Jonathan, this sure. is, this yeah. is Skip, Skip, this is Jonathan. Whoa. And I said, hi, John. And you looked at me like oh, you wanted dude. to kill me. Oh. And you said exactly this. You said, my name is Jonathan. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, aren't you a little wow. boy? Yeah, and your, <laughs> and your ass is grass. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah, I bet. I, bet. <laughs> I lost that battle, actually, because... um. Well, I was little and you were cool and you're like, oh, okay. Well, I was 12. I don't yeah, think right. I was cool well, yet. <laughs> well, when I was in junior high and I said, my name is Jonathan, I immediately got a swirly and a fist <laughs> in the face. So then I was like, oh, I guess my name's John now. And I, I actually got uh, peer pressured into John. I was like, yep, my name's John. If they were like, listen, your name is Doucheneck, I'd be like, yep, that's my name. <laughs> I'm not going in the boys' room yeah, yeah. anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do remember that oh, like it was yesterday. God. I think it was like 1970, maybe, 71. That would have been three or Three, four. I think you're about three, yeah. The jerk. Yeah. No, you, yeah. you know what? I know. I, I love my name. Is my name. And that was a look on your face. <laughs> that you, it was like you, 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 you burned a hole for my head. Oh. But I love little kids, and I always have. Yeah, me too. And I've noticed that the cockier they are, and the more they talk, the brighter they seem to be. Oh yeah, sure. You know I what guess. I mean? Yeah, I guess. I so guess. Yeah, yeah, if you got a kid that just sits there and watches television and never right. speaks, he's probably an idiot. So. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, no, I love I love kids too. Yeah, I, do I work too. with them every day. I'm a so wicked softy for oh. babies. Oh god. Oh really? I'm I don't care. I don't care about babies. Oh. <laughs> I don't care about babies. I do. I love really. Them. Oh yeah. Yeah, kids like six, six, seven, eight, nine are hilarious. Oh, they're, I did so absolutely, funny. especially the little girls because yeah. they never shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know and that's that's a good that's a sign that they're they're bright you know yeah 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 so <laughs> I dig it. so um i don't know how you all right so uh as of now um you're playing with riders on the storm so, Cor correct so, so that would be where most people would see you at this time right and i i didn't play for quite a while because i pretty much got sick and tired of playing in dumps sure. you know what i mean yeah and uh we can't swear here can we you can swear everything up to the F word, I think. Oh, good, because we have a motto in, in writers, which I love. Sure. No shitholes. Right. That's yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no yeah. bars, no restaurants. Yep. And, you know, yeah. I hate to I hate to talk about a band I was in a few years ago because sure. I love these guys. It was Blues Alley. Oh, and right. they only played horrible gigs. Yeah. And I got just fed up with it. And said, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, Is that with Dave? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. I've seen him in forever. I wonder if he's... he's, he's Doing you fine. You think I can get him in this room? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I'll, be, I'll bet you he could. He just made the list. I, I bet you could. Just made yeah, the list. He's got some wow. great stories to yeah, tell. I bet. I remember Dave. I've known Dave longer than I've known you. Really? Dave grew up next door to my grandparents. Wow. So I've known Dave since I was basically old enough to see. Whoa. You know? Uh, wow, that's funny. Since I was born. So know? when you, all right. So you know what? We got to connect all the dots. So grew up in Wallingford, uh, Wallingford homies. Oh, Wall yeah. Wallingford, Connecticut. Yeah, we grew up like a half a mile from each other. Yeah, yeah. And your house, where your house was, is the library now. Yep, the library. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah, yep. the hidden house. So that was like, yeah, the, hit, the so hidden it was, house. So it was kind of the party spot. It was cool. Of. It yeah. was great. Nice and quiet back then. I, were you there at the time? I always heard this story. I don't know if I remember it, but I remember the telling of it, that 
my parents they came home early. Oh, and somebody was sitting on the fridge. Someone yes, was sitting I was there. on the fridge. I was there, <laughs> and my dad just came in and cleaned <laughs> he out. lost his mind. I remember the only time I ever saw your dad get pissed off. Yeah. Oh. Get the hell off my fridge! Yeah, there's what are you someone doing? on the fridge. That's great. I think it was. Oh. I think it was Bobby Kelly. <laughs> I wow. Think it was, or well, or, or Billy Pasca. When when when, when Linda uh, listens, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I remember when she told me. Oh, that's so funny. Somebody, or maybe it was you, or somebody. I'll never forget. They walked up the wall, like they leaned in the doorway and just and kind of shimmied up the wall, and that was the coolest thing I ever saw. I was <laughs> I just like, I think that this was is me. great. Yeah. Anyway, but you're right. When your parents went out, your place was the party zone, Oof. and uh, we were like seventh grade, eighth yeah, yeah, grade. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we were stupid and wow. just getting into all the bad stuff, That's you know. So funny. And we were petrified of, of course, Janet not my sister. Not we were petrified sister. of Janet and Afrio's dad because he was a cop. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and then I saw the movie, and the movie you seen yeah, riding yeah, cars sure. and boys. Yeah. And I had no clue. And I'm watching the movie going. Wait a minute. Yeah. This is about my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Holy cow. All right, well, you know what? Let's set that record straight in case anyone... That was cool. ...they don't know. So Riding in Cars with Boys, which was a flick, I don't know when. It's... Um, 90s or 2000s. Early 2000s, very successful yeah. film. Drew Barrymore, right? Right, Drew Barrymore okay. played Bev. Yep. So that movie was based on a book written by someone in your crew. Um, Janet's older sister, Janet's Bev. Janet's older sister, Bev. Who Drew yeah. plays in the movie. So the movie's about writing the book, oh, I, and what? trying to trying to find the old boyfriend to yeah. get him to sign the the the, the papers. I don't rem- to I, use his name in the movie. I only saw it once. Oh, it was great. It. So that was great. movie is about Walling Ford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Wow, big time. Bacchus Court. And what's funny? I had no idea, and I'm watching the movie cut yeah. it, <laughs> and then the cop's name was John D'Onofrio, and it says Wallingford, Connecticut, on the cop car. And it's I from like watch 1968, that again. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, James Woods plays him. Oh. And that's when it all started coming together for me. I went, wait a minute, this is Wallingford. I remember her from seventh grade. This yeah. is like wow. Yeah. That, was, that was really cool. Yeah, that is cool. Probably the only cool thing ever happened to Wallingford. Well, <laughs> to you, Wallingford. you. Yeah, I mean, it was me, of course. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Humble Humility. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So uh, you want to tell us, um, just tell us about writers a little bit, and then we'll go back. Okay, here's the thing about writers. It was, I think, last September, and out of the blue, I get a phone call. And it was Eamon from Writers. New York York City number, so of course I answered it. Yep. And um, he said, uh, Jeff... Yeah, he he told me you're a ringer and you'd ace this gig. And he doesn't know he didn't know you. No, never met me. Wow. So um, I never auditioned. I never rehearsed. I showed up at the first gig, and that was the moment I met those guys. Really? Yeah, at Crystal Bees, and it was packed. Wow, and we crazy, and it was great. That was your first gig, no rehearsal. No rehearsal. Never wow. even met him before. You did learn the songs. Yeah, I learned the songs. But what happened was Eamon got sick right before we went on stage and had to go to the hospital. So this is great. Eric Smith, the promoter, love you, Eric. You are the best. He comes up to me and he goes, you're not canceling. And I went, "Um," he goes, Jim Morrison's not here. Right. And he says, go up there and sing the songs. This is hilarious. I did not know that. that, that No one did. (laughs) Only the people that were there know this. So I go, I I, I, and I, I, all I kept thinking was Chris Farley on the Japanese TV show. Oh my God, yeah. I don't know the words. <laughs> That's, and, and Eric says to me, he goes, listen, here's a pitcher of beer yeah. and a pizza. Yeah. And uh, just get up there and do it. And I went, come on, really? He goes, you can do it. Doors songs? Yes. I've never learned the words to a Doors song in my life. Right. And I learned the songs and I'm still, I have not, not rehearsed with these guys. I just met them 15 minutes ago. Wow. The warm up, the, luckily the warm up band, Sal Ikebuchi. Thank you, Sal. Oh yeah, yeah he went yeah, he went yeah, over yeah. time. Steve yeah, Montana sure, was the sure. singer. Frank DeCiccio was the drummer. Ooh, oh my yeah. God, I love Frank. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, the story—they all just made the list. This story, story, as you went, absolutely. Like, and it's it's really funny because when I showed up, I'm in the back loading, and John Pell is loading his drums, yeah. and the other drummer's loading his stuff, and he goes, "I know you." Yeah, yeah. And I went, "You do?" He goes, <laughs> "I was in Oreo." And I went. Oh, Frank? Yeah, there he is. Last time I saw your hair was black. Now yeah. his hair is all gray. And, you know, I haven't seen him in 40 years. Sure. And uh, thank God those guys did. They went overtime for us. And wow. really kill. And what's funny was I said to Steve right before we went on, I said, Steve, do you know any Doors songs? He goes, nope. Oh. <laughs> so I get up there 
and I do all the songs. I sing all the songs. You did. I all, did the whole gig. The whole the door stuff. Three piece. The I co- did not know that. Eamon never did the gig. Never did the gig. And uh, he was he was in the hospital for like two days after that. What happened? He had an AFib, uh, something 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 Yikes. like that. Yikes. And uh, he was it, was it was scary. And we're like, you know, he, he, you can't sing. Wow. So he he ended up going to the hospital. And uh, he so was, your writer's debut is your the singer Angus white Arnold. knuckle all the way. And uh, Eric Smith, the promoter, sent me a video of it. And you can't tell it. I'm petrified. Wow. You know, yeah. but um. My brother was there. Uh, I'm sorry. My sister was there. My son was there with his girlfriend. They said it was really, really good. Well, I don't doubt that. And yeah. I was like, I can't believe I pulled that off. You know? Well, you know, I can. And But uh, what I will say, the, the first gig I did play with the band, I was astonished at how they sound like the Doors. I've never, I have never seen them in all of my years. You must. Yeah, I bet. Even if you don't like the Doors. I, I do like the Doors. This is... Honestly, pure theater. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, you don't even have to close your eyes. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 well, when, when he called me and he wanted me to, you know, mm-hmm. do the gig, I was like, you know, can I get back to you? you know, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. of course. Yeah. So he sent me some videos and, um, what happened to his guitar player? Who knows? Um, oh, no, he, he went to Nashville to be a session guy. Okay. So I don't blame him. I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's kind of a cool gig, you know? Yeah. So he needed a guitar player and they, he got me and, um, I saw the videos. I called him back within a minute and went, oh, yes. I oh, because you're like, no shitholes. I couldn't. Perfect. I couldn't, but I couldn't believe how much he sounded like Jim Morrison. Hmm. I mean, it's amazing to, yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, the hair on my arms are standing up. Yeah, so, that's cool. Wow. And, you, and you're not a huge Doors, Doors fan at No, that I never point. was. I never. You know what? I always thought Robbie Krieger was really good. Sure. And John Densmore. I'll is give you a my monster. We'll get to that. I have a theory. I have theories about John Densmore. I, I see. I never really understood because they tucked him so far deep in those records. You can sure. barely hear him. Sure. They were made in 1967. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Then I heard uh, Absolutely Live and went, this yeah. guy is nuts, yeah, man. He's, he's nuts. great. Yeah, he's great. Super great. I mean, yeah. really, really good. And Ray Manzarek, when I listen sure. to songs like Crystal Ship and stuff, I yeah. go, oh my God, yeah, what a yeah. genius he yeah. was. You know? Yeah. Doing bass with his left hand and keyboards with his right hand. And mm-hmm. and the guy we have, um, Rob Blaney. Okay. Blow your mind. Does that. He does that. Does that, it. That you can't even tell it's not the record. It's Crazy. amazing. And, of course, you got Pell playing drums, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And what's good about Pell is <laughs> he says to me, don't worry. Every time we need to change, I'm going to go, da 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 And he gives me these snare cues yeah, yeah, that yeah. are, you know, You'd, you'd have to be deaf to miss them. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I, at the end of the night, I gave him a hug. I said, thank you so much for yeah. that. You know, Because I was yeah. going to ask you to do that. He goes, no, I do that anyway. Yeah, right, yeah. right. But yeah, yeah the, the, the gig last, last Friday night at the Wall Street Theater was off the Yeah, that's what you keep, yeah. So Almost yeah. sold out. Wow. My son, at the end of the, at the, end of the show, well, the next day, actually, because he, he was waiting for me to come out, and I pulled a runner. I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. come and talk to anybody. He went, um, your fans are out of their minds. Oh, really? So they're just, they're into I it. could see the balcony and the people just yeah, going yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah. But he said, I mean, he said 90% of the people that left that place were in no condition to drive a car. Oh, wow. He said, yeah, they get there. I was so like, doing yes, we're doing back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. You playing an SG? Yes, I bought one just for the gig. I got one just for the gig. Yeah, that's yeah. killer. That's funny. And I bought, this is a really cool guy I work with, came to me about a year ago and said, uh, you play guitar, right? I love when they ask that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I said, why? What do you have? <clears throat> he goes, my father-in-law in 1967 bought a Fender Deluxe Reverb amp. It's been sitting in his house. Wait do you see what's in the basement here. We'll get to that. Yeah, and, and so, and he says, uh, you know, my wife says it's worth $1,000. And I went, I'll be right back. <laughs> he brought it in. It's got the original tubes in it. Ooh. It doesn't have a fingerprint on it. Ooh. It never left the guy's house. And that's the rig I'm using. Oh. Because it's so authentic. It nice. looks right. It yeah. sounds perfect. Imagine that. And it turns out it's like the most sought after amp in the world now is the deluxes. Yeah, know? man. Perfect. So is that, did, did, did he play that? Is that what Krieger played? No, actually, every time I see those videos, he played acoustic amps. Oh, wow. And though I, I had one when I was Are like, those solid state? Yeah, they were awful. They sound good when he plays them, though. Oh yeah, <laughs> you no, know yeah. it's it's all you know it's all relevant. I mean, I could give you a fifty dollars drum set, you tune it right, and it would sound great. I guess, yeah. You know, it's true. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah. is true. You know, because yeah. I think growing up, I didn't have an amp, so I learned how to play and get all those sounds. 
Like right. I, I heard a flanger, mm -hmm. but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. So I learned how to get it with my finger. Yeah, right. Sure. And you sure. know, sure. all the harmonics sure. and the squeal. I learned how to get all those with my fingers because I didn't have an amp. Right. Then when I finally got an You're amp. You're like, this isn't even what it is. But I finally got an amp. I bought the biggest, loudest Sun concert lead amp <laughs> you, you could buy. You know, you couldn't put it over. Brought it over to Linda Peckham's house. <laughs> no, actually, this is funny because the one time my parents did go out, I think I was probably just barely out of high school. I cranked the crap out sure. of this thing. And I didn't know there was a cop at my bedroom window. <laughs> and he'd been knocking on the window for like 15, 20 minutes. So and I, you didn't even turn it up yet. It was on like two. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I stop playing and I hear, yeah, yeah. And I look and there's a cop looking in my window. And You're I like, go, oh, uh, shit. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so, but um, he says, hey, I opened the window. I'd never forget this, Wallingford cop. He says, uh, I've been knocking on the window for like 20 minutes, man. Yeah. Your neighbors called the police. You got to turn it down. I was like, I'll turn it off, man. It's okay. And you're like, yes, sir, Mr. <laughs> D'Onofrio, sir. This is another one of my fond memories. The cop knocking on my window because I was playing so loud in my basement yeah, where my bedroom was you. that the neighbors complained. I must have been hey, like man. shaking the ground. That's cool. You yeah. had like big loud stuff back then. Hey, you had to be big and loud. Why not? Why not? Um, I'll tell you real quick my John Densmore theory. Okay, so first of all, my si Linda had a Doors... She had weird scenes inside the gold mine, which is a good, uh, it's kind of semi-deep cuts. It's not, it's a great, it's a compo, it's a yeah, great hit point. It's actually it. some good ones. And like, um, so learning to play drums to those records, you get to play a waltz, you get to play with brushes, you that's, get to play a bossa nova, you get to, there's a lot the, of things that I wouldn't oh, have. That's the thing about the doors that's blowing my mind. Right. You're like, I missed it when I was 12. Right. But... <clears throat> They didn't rip anybody off at all. They didn't even borrow from anybody. Yeah, they just did it their own like thing. They, they were like queen before <clears throat> there was a queen. So here's my theory about J John Densmore. I think, unless I'm wrong, but imagine this. So light my fire, whatever, eight minutes long in the studio yeah. with solos in the middle. Yeah. And then they decide somehow they're going to make this the single. And they cut out the solos. Bam, 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 bam. Goes right to the goes and, right to the last note of the solo. And it doesn't speed up from the beginning of the song to the end of the song. Oh. You remove four minutes from it, join it, and it's perfect with no click. His, and he's a, his meter was and, perfect. And he's right. a kid, and it's his first time in the studio, and he's stoned, no doubt. I, yeah. So if they couldn't cut that out and make a single of that. The we would probably have, never heard the of The Doors them. would have been like Love. They would have made one or two records. Right. And they were, yep. But that they became a pop band because of him. That's my... Yeah, that's, you know, and only a drummer would notice that. You it, you couldn't take anything I played on. Oh, me either. It's like, like, I'm it's all like, the road. How did he... Unless, unless, I don't know, I'll have to delve into it. Maybe they made a single version. Oh, you know, This is, is the one thing I did notice about that song. Of all the other songs I had to learn, it's a half step lower than all the other songs. Um, they either slowed the tape down sure. or they tuned differently. And I don't think they tuned differently because they had a piano player, a keyboard player. You couldn't tune yeah, right, those things. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I went to learn it, I had to take another guitar and tune it to a half step low. Oh, wow. So I don't know. Did they play with the tape to keep the time? Were the producers that good in those days? You know what I mean? Well, were they thinking about that kind of stuff? I don't, you know what? To be continued, I'm going to do research. But that's as I got older, I just thought, that's the guy. I'm like, so the fact that he, you're able to remove the middle of the tune and have the, the front and the ass end of the tune. You don't even notice. Right, right, right. And that's what Ringo did too when they figured out, oh, we can cut between takes because when this dude, like. The guy's clock is perfect, you know. Yeah, it's just, it's however many takes. He's you, another one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, me too. Oh my God, me too. Ringo. Ringo and Buddy Carlos. Yep, yep. And then for me, that's those are my two. And my third is Tom Ardolino. Oh, I was just going to say Tommy from NRBQ. Yeah, yeah, those are my three. You yeah. remind me a lot of him because yeah. you have that sloshy high That's hat. no accident. I grew up. Oh. I got lucky, as usual, again. my sister, So Linda, my big sister, that she was the source of a lot of things. What my parents didn't have, she had. She was the Elton John, Billy Joel, I remember Doors. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road she had. Oh, I remember that. We were one kids. One of my favorite drum records, too. So I got into her records. And she was into NRBQ, and I didn't know the difference between them and Elton John. 
I didn't know they were a kind of a regional act. Right, they were kind of local guys. Right? So anything that I got, I just chewed up, and then I realized, oh, dude, and I got older, and I'm like, you learned from that guy when you were 12 years old rather than Neil Pert, nothing against, but that would have been a whole other... He's not one of my favorite films. No, me neither. But, but, that, he... but that would have put me down a whole other... But I just took it like, oh, this is what you have to do. And it's just like, now I, I'm like, yeah. So I do sound like him. You have that, that what he has is that, and a lot of people don't understand this about music in general, mm. is there's basically three drummers. Yep. The guy who plays way behind the beat, yep. like Ringo, and sure. Johnny, you, yep. and Tommy, yep. and the guy who plays... On the beat, yep. like most pop guys. Sure. And then there's a guy who joined the best name band he ever joined, yep. Rush. Right. Who, you're, he always sounds like he's rushing. He always, yeah. I'm, you're always trying yep. to catch up to him. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm glad I wasn't the guitar player in that band, to be honest with you. And not, and not to take anything away from the guy, because he's a magician. Sure. On no, the drums. No, no doubt. You know, just incredible. The first time I heard him, I was blown oh, away. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Ju- it helped me to figure out what I... That I wanted to take a different path. That's what it helped. Well, my first, uh, my favorite Rush album is the first one. Yeah, yeah, with, right. With John Rutzi on it, because it's just you know straightforward rock, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. It's but funny. yeah, he was Neil Peart per- was amazing. Sure. You know? Yeah. But no, like no. I said, he joined the band had a perfect name. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Maybe. I'm the only one that ever thought that. You know, wow. yeah, Rush could be. Don't rush. So how did you get started in music? Um. When I was four years old, my fourth birthday, my dad got me a Roy Rogers guitar. Hey. And I never put it down. Wow. And you, did you have any interest even before then in guitar? You Did, did you even know what yeah, it was? Yeah, yeah, I knew what it was because I used to listen to my dad's records. He had like, he, my dad was into like Roger Miller. Okay. And, and I, thinking back, what great music. Yeah, right. You know, and yeah. he really liked a lot of the black doo-wop bands. He liked the yeah. Ink Spots yep. and that kind of stuff. So we had all those records, which I destroyed on them. Yeah, yeah. By walking on them. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Long story. Not a great story. But um, <clears throat> I was always, music for me was always zen. Mm. That was my zen. Mm. That was it. That's all I wanted to do was listen to music and play music. I didn't want to do schoolwork. Yep. I liked riding my bicycle and playing and doing all that stuff, but it was always music for me. That was always my sanctuary, yeah, you know? Yeah. And going back, four years old, that's when I remember getting my first guitar. And I remember I held it like a gun. My dad didn't want, no, you put it in front of you. And I was holding it like <laughs> like this. He goes, no, yeah, you sure. could put it in front of you like this, sure, you know? Sure, <laughs> so, sure. so I thank my dad. Actually, I blame him. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. by the time I was 16, he was kind of sorry he ever gave me a guitar, but... Yeah, you right. Because then, yeah, school was a mess. Oh, I was, um, I, was a, yeah. I was a wreck. I remember I had to lie to my brother because uh, we were going to see Martha Hoople with wow. Queen as the opening band. Whoa. And my, Where? Uh, Palace Theater in Waterbury. Yeah. You can imagine that. Can, yeah. It, it was, and it was a dump back then, but it was so great. I never was there, <clears> but I, you know. You never went there? No. Have you been there lately? No. Oh. I don't even know it exists. It's breathtaking. It's yeah. the most beautiful theater I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, really? In my life. Oh, wow. They put $50 million into it. Oh, wow. In okay. like 99, around there, 97. Wow. Okay. But anyway. Um, I but was not fr- the I, case back then. I was for, oh, no, it was all smoke. <laughs> it was cigarette burns and all the seats, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's, it's they restored it to the original 1919. Wow. With all the artwork. Yeah, yeah. And there's a dome. Hey, that's some, cool. It's beyond cool. Yeah. But, um. I was forbidden to go to that concert because my grades are so bad. Oh, and I, no. I had to get my transcripts when I was going to go back to school, and I saw my grades. And you were like, and I'll I never, like, Mata Hoople's a fantasy. At no, no, no wonder my dad hated me. Well, anyway, <laughs> I ended up going because I, I, was, I wasn't a genius, but I was bright. Yeah. I looked at the calendar, and I realized the concert isn't for like three or four months, and it's a Saturday night. So I'm not going to mention it again. So that night... I said, I'm going to stay over at my buddy Dave's house. And they were like, that's cool. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he had a car. And he also had tickets for the concert. So you didn't remind your so, dad. That. I didn't remind him at all. So I went to the concert and I came back. And we were home by, you know, 1130 at night. And I was home the next morning. And it was, it did, it was just a sleepover. And then my brother said, did you go? And I was like, no. And I was like, I told him oh, like a year man. ago, dude, that's all right. I lied <laughs> to you, man. I went. But um, yeah, I was very poor student. In school, I I just hated school so yeah much. yeah Lyman Hall. Uh no, my dad made me go to Wilcox, and thank God he did. Oh hey, that's cool. Well, he knew if I went to Lyman Hall, I would end up in one of two places. Yeah yeah, the graveyard and a penitentiary. Yeah right. Because right. my friends were all sure idiots. Yeah. So thank God because now I work as a toolmaker and it pays really well and I hey. do a great job. Hey, and I learned it in Wilcox. Hey, 
So it worked. Well, my dad was smart. Yeah, he was yeah. very wise, very wise person. That old um, something to fall back on. Yes. And boy, did I fall back on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I fell right on it. Well, but that's all right. No, it's totally cool. Yeah, because, you know, I really don't want to make a living playing music anymore. Yeah. It's just. It's hard. It's not. You know, it is hard. At a certain level, it's less hard. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's just, you're never home. Right. You know, I know. And when my son was born, my first son was born, I was like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I don't want to be that dad that isn't there on Christmas, isn't there for school concerts, isn't there for, you know, baseball games or whatever. I'm not going to be that guy. Sure. So, well, that's good. I made a decision. And I'm sure your kids appreciate that. Oh, they came out incredible, man. My oldest son is a licensed social worker. Yeah. And my youngest son, Desi, lives in Birmingham, England. Wow. Just got married. Yeah. Wow. And he's an artist. Hey, that's he's a cool. Brilliant artist. What was the one? So one of them used to come to one of my karaoke games. That's Evan. That's okay. my oldest yeah, son. Yeah. I saw he's him. Funny. I saw him yesterday. Oh, he's hilarious. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, kid. Yeah. But I, I told him I was going to be on your podcast. And he goes, Did he do karaoke? I said, Yeah. He goes, Yeah. yeah briefly. I, yeah. She said, Yeah. At Jake's or somewhere down there. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Grand yeah. Central. Yeah, was, Grand yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> he remembered you from Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. He's a so funny. Great kids. I'm cool. so lucky as a So lucky. That's great. Their mom had a lot to do with it too. I mean, she was home all the time while yep. I was working at the yep. shop, and yep. so there's a lot to be said for you know a, a, a parent being home all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like you didn't go to daycare, right? No, I didn't go to daycare. No, the only time Evan ever went to daycare was guess who his teacher was? What your sister? Oh, re- oh. he went to Mary Moppets. Oh, of course, when yeah. he was four. Oh, that's we so wanted funny. to get him socializing with other kids yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, Miss Linda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom might have still been working. Oh, she too. was. Yeah, As a matter of yeah, fact, she yeah, was. When I yeah. found out, I was over the moon. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, you're I can't right. believe it's be Sandy and Linda. Yeah, that's so funny. Mary Moppets. Yeah, and Lin- you know, Linda's a teacher. Yeah, she's been third, a third teacher grade. for a long time. Yeah, a yeah. long time. Yeah, that's cool. Um, when did you start playing? Like, when was playing a gig a thing, you know, or a band? Um, like, what was the first band? The first band I was in was with some good buddies of mine who, believe it or not, lived right next door to Gary Burr, of all people. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right next door to him. Yeah, so yeah. I knew Gary from when I was 15. Yeah, that's cool. And we, my first gig was the basement of the Wallingford train station. Oh, wow. The band was called Eastfield Tower. We did all Deep Purple, <laughs> Alice Cooper. I was the baby. They were all, like, 17. Yeah, sure. I was, like, I was 14. Wow. So, yeah. And then we played all the youth centers and yeah. dances like every weekend. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't even old enough to go to work at McDonald's and sure, I was making sure. making money. Hey. This is cool. Yeah. Then after that, it was you know weekend stuff with all my buddies. Then sure. then I joined Canyon and it was six nights. Yeah, six right. nights a week. So that was that. That was like the that was the big move. Well, that's when you realize that. Wow, I got so much better in the past year. <laughs> you get your hours in, right? You get your hours in, and yeah, you have yeah. a crew, so you're not yeah. moving gear. You're yep. not doing anything. You're showing yep. up 10 minutes before a gig, yep. leaving five minutes after. Yeah. And it's awesome. That was eight to the bar. That was my right. wedge. That's, it was that thing of, like, I can quit my job and actually do that. Right, yeah. right. That's yeah. what I did. I was working at Pratt & Whitney. I, rem- oh, I remember yeah. coming home, and it, well, that place was a toxic waste. Like, yeah, yeah. Holy cow. And yeah. I, I came home, and I said, Dad, I'm quitting i'm going on the road it wasn't with canyon though it was another band oh. called one step higher it was a we did the hotel circuit okay but all over the east coast yeah like yeah syracuse yeah, Albany, yeah. buffalo wow new hampshire yeah the first day we get to new hampshire <laughs> rockingham racetrack burns to the ground Ooh. and uh so all the people that were there were in the hotel that we uh, were playing I, so it was like in uh, jockeys party let time you, let me tell you jockeys can party Oh, yeah, right. Goes, people are crazy. You can fit a lot of them in a small. Yeah, place. you can fit a lot of them in a lounge, right? <laughs> Awful. But that was Terrible. that was fun. That was that was six nights a week too. Wow. But I, I got fired from that gig because I was a little too rock and roll for it. They said. Oh really? Well, I had a Strat and a Marshall and long hair, and they were wearing white jumpsuits with matching shirts. Right. And I kind of refused to do that. I was like. Sure. Like, I did it anyway. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, but I felt like Can- an idiot. But then Canyon, you were like, okay, now Oh, this that was is, so fun. Yeah, this is the real thing. Yeah, I was 20. Who all was in that? Do I know those people? Um, Gary yeah. Gary Fulton okay. was a drummer. Yep. It's actually his band. He's, he'd been in the band since he was 15 years old. Wow. Um, Mark Franco was a bass player. Yeah, I don't know. He was in Joint Forces with Jimmy Bell. Oh, okay. Right. Um, it was a little before my time. But. Before, but what's really funny was when I was 12... My next door neighbor was the bass player in Canyon. Oh wow! Yeah, Wayne Drescher, and he joined Surprise, which huh. was Connecticut's the best band this state ever saw. Oh really? Oh, okay, they were cool. phenomenal. They got signed to 
uh, Columbia, I think, Columbia Records, yeah. like seven, 72. Okay. So my neighbor was a rock star. Yeah, right, right. And So you saw the path. You right. Were like, this but is I used doable. to watch Canyon rehearse yeah. in his basement when I was like 13 years old, never <laughs> dreaming I'd ever be in his band. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then uh, another band, I just, I went down, I they called me up and said, come down and try out. And I tried out and I gave me a t-shirt. <laughs> hey. You're in the band, man. Yeah, we'll pick you up tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was It was fun because... Six nights a week, yeah. you know, after being a Wallingford, you know, wallflower yeah, yeah. my whole life. So you got around. Big bit. time. Seen things uh, you can't believe you saw. You yeah, know? I bet. I bet. Well, back in 1980, the club scene was insane. Yeah, that's what they say. They I, were, I wasn't on it. Yeah. They were huge. All the clubs yeah. held, you know, 700 to 1,500 people. Wow. And they were packed seven nights a week. Yeah. And... No one had anything else to do. Beers were a dollar. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. they used to have nickel night. This is hilarious. Imagine that. At the Arcadia Ballroom in New York. So Canada. for a dollar, you could get dead almost. Like <laughs> the funny $5 thing, on ladies night, they gave the ladies a dollar when they came in the door. So they, 20 drinks right there. 20 drinks for the girls. <laughs> you think about it. It's so illegal now. They That's crazy. They can't yeah. do that. Yeah. And David's in Manchester had the three and a half gallon Long Island iced tea. Ooh. Jimmy Bell bought me one on my 24th birthday because my birthday was there. And he came walking up the stage with a three and a half gallon Long Island iced tea. That's crazy. And I'm going, I can't drink Yeah, this. I can't drink that. So I, it came with a big, long plastic tube. So I was drinking it as much as I could. Of course, I'm an idiot. And uh, I had to sing. So I spit the tube out. And I didn't realize I siphoned the entire thing onto the dance floor. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's oh. pure alcohol. Oh. I mean, this drink was like four feet tall. They used to bring it to your table. Uh, they cover it with grain alcohol and light it on fire. Oh. So they brought this flaming parfait yeah. glass. Back when like alcohol was free, they could free just literally a, burn it. Like three and mean a it. half gallons. Long Island iced tea is pure liquor. That's not. There's nothing in it but liquor. So you would be dead if you drank that. Yeah, it was for a table. Yeah, right, right, right. And if your table finished it, you got to keep the glass. Oh, whoop de do. Yeah, yeah you many, can bring you know it many, to your your, uh, your liver transplant. Do you know party. how many of those glasses were broken in the parking lot after the gig? Wow. Every night you went out there. David's was a great closer. Dave Woodbury treated you like God. Wow. Yeah, he treated you like a rock star, man. Wow. So did Gatsby's. So this did all, Toads. All before my time. Well, it all changed when the drinking age changed. Yeah, you know when right? the mothers against drunk driving, and God bless them because they, yeah, they, sure. they were they were totally correct. Sure. Correct, you know. Sure, I knew so many kids that died when they were twenty. Yeah, right, you know, right, right. Coming right. back from bars drunk. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they started raising the drinking age. Yep. And what happened was, if all these bars were near colleges, mm-hmm. so what do college kids do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they study. No, they yeah. don't. <laughs> <laughs> they party, but um. Yeah, like uh, Wizards was right down the street from Yukon. Yeah, yeah. And um, Gatsby's was right down the street from um, Wesleyan. Okay. There. And uh, Keg House and Toads were right down the street from Southern. Yeah. So they were mobbed. So seven, they're just places to go. Seven nights a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and admission was two bucks. Yeah, yeah. You know, beer was a dollar. Yeah. But, um, it, yeah, we, 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 cool. we polluted a lot of young kids in the 80s. Hey, man. Yeah. But bands got to work a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then when they raised the drinking age, it just ended just like that. Probably. Yeah, well, they, they went from 18 to 19. And you saw, oh. like, a good portion of the crowd dwindle away. Yeah. And then they went from 19 to 21. Yeah. And overnight, yeah, you, the clubs you were putting 800 people in, yeah. there was, like, 100 people in them. Yeah. So they all started going out of business. Yeah, yeah. So then I started going, well, you know, it's, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go out of business, yeah. too, man. What year was that? That happened around 83, yeah. 84. Right when I got on the scene. Yeah. Like right when I got there. Yeah, John Pell said the same thing. He said, I, you know, I missed your scene by like, you know, five, six years. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I didn't start playing gigs till like, yeah, 84. So it was, I just missed it. And you know who calls me late at night all the time? Doug LaChapelle. No, oh, yeah. He oh, calls, yeah, yeah. Calls me, me too. He yeah, likes yeah. to call, to yeah. talk late at night. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we, we just bullshit about, yeah, yeah. about the good yeah. old days because yeah. we're the same exact age. Oh, okay. We, yeah. got in so the scene, the... we got in the scene at the same exact time. Yeah, yeah. And everybody back then were friends. All the bands knew each other. Yeah, yeah. And everybody got along. Sure. Everybody got along great. Sure. You had Eyes, Cryer. Cryer was great. Yeah, yeah I used to hear about all that. Hothead Slater. Oh, jeez. There was a million of us. When I was, uh, who was it? Around. They it might have been later, but Zoid that was the oh, band. So you remember Richie. Zoid? Yeah, Richie Moore. Yeah, okay, yeah, Richie, yeah. Richie, Richie, Richie and Chucky Moore. Yeah, yeah. They, they used to. I remember they played a keg party. 
yeah. in my neighborhood, and I was behind the fence watching Zoid. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Kevin Weisner yeah. on guitar. They, I had those guys. they had microphones on the drums. I was oh, like, I whoa, know. I never saw anything like that before. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. It was, that's, it was Tommy. Tommy. Uh, I don't. Oh, Tommy Dow was I, the drummer. You know, yeah. I don't. They were all. They, they were much younger than us. Okay. Much younger than me. But they were older than me, so it was. It was yeah, they were like in between different. you and I. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, like, you're wow. probably like ten years younger than me. What yeah, you, nine. You, like what nine. year were you born? Sixty-seven. So. Yeah, I was born fifty-eight. Right. Yeah, my sister's nine years older than me. So. Yeah, right. And Linda yeah. and I are the same exact age. Yep. 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 That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Zoid, Zoid, well, that brings back memories. I, Richie had to explain to me what a Zoid is. I don't know what that is. I don't. Can I we say I, it? I can't remember. <laughs> it's some kind of microscopic organism. Oh, that's what a okay. Zoid is. Okay, because yeah. Richie is one of the sweetest kids I've ever known. I, yeah, I, I never. He was know. the guitar player. Yeah, yeah, him and his brother was the bass player. Okay, wow, that's so funny. Zoid, that's Zoid. I forgot all about them. Yeah, yeah, and then they became Bad Attitude. I don't know. Yeah, I later, later, that. yeah, they they became Bad Attitude. Crazy. So. uh canyon you so you stuck with it until the downsize or whatever well then they fired me oh oh okay. <laughs> well i i was my nickname because was, you started wearing nice well imagine if you flipped it you show up at the gig not rock and roll I, I, i'll i'll say this about myself and I'm you kind don't of, have to say I, it. i'm you kind of ashamed i'm kind of ashamed but back then okay after a year or two of nobody telling you no Mm-hmm. Everybody telling you how great you are all the time. All your friends calling you up. Hey, can you sure. get me into the show? Get me into sure. the show. I was like, well, didn't you punch me in the face in high school, man? Right. It's like yeah. now you're my friend. But um, <clears throat> I got to the point where you know I, I thought I actually deserved this. You know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm well. like, here I am. If everybody's telling you you're the shit, sure. You know, eventually you're gonna believe it. Well. So I got to the point where I was I was very difficult, and they started playing music that I hated. Oh. Adamant. Yeah, sure. And you're just like we wow. were just playing Pat Travers last week. <laughs> I'm a guitar player. Yeah, right. And now yeah. we're playing. Uh, yeah. Can't smoke, can't drink. What yeah, do yeah. you do? Yeah, Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that and and they started doing that because the club owners were starting to fail. Oh, and, so it's and they're going. We want you to do dance music. MTV dance time. Music. Exactly. It's MTV sure. time. And I to me MTV was awesome the first three years. Sure. Became an appalling. Yeah abomination after that yeah sure once you saw a coca-cola commercial on it you knew it was over yeah (laughs) yeah i know i i agree i mean i remember and then came my favorite madonna oh boy don't 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 get me started no i i I could my first gig was the basement of the train station your first gig was madison square garden yeah right right (laughs) so it's like you know like it's not fair you know yeah did you see her on the grammys i did it's kind of bizarre oh it's like I felt I actually felt bad for her. I kind of did. I was like, second. wow. I she was. At, I mean, I, I never thought she was gross. I thought she was kind of cute. And yeah. Just, but yeah, I was like, yo, what did they shoot into your face? Yeah, yo, like football stuffing or something. I mean, God bless her. Sometimes you think you're like you haven't been around anyone that tells it like it is. Well, that's the thing. So Nobody tells you no. You don't know who your friends are. Everybody says, oh, you look great. So, no, you don't. So you look the, like a freak. So what you're saying is the end of Canyon was your Madonna swollen face period <laughs> where no one's telling you until someone just goes Yo. guess what uh, yeah. yeah we got somebody who looks just like you and oh, you're gone God. and they did they got somebody who looked just like me but but he, he didn't play did, he didn't play like can't me. smoke don't drink don't what do you yeah i mean the highlight of the night was playing beat it yeah well, yeah you know well hey that's kind of cool that was at cool least. at least it was a groove thing you know yeah. what i mean but i was like why don't we do what we've been doing yeah because everybody loved it yeah now everybody hates us i mean i was watching people so going, it didn't work not at all oh wow not for so me they, they went the wrong they went yeah, the wrong yeah well way. they were trying to stay alive you sure know what i mean and did they, they yeah for till like 88 somewhere yeah, around yeah, there yeah. and you know and i was always like well when we make all this money how come i'm not getting all this money was it well we got agent fees we got a crew we got lights we got trucks we got rooms sure, and i was such sure, a little sure, brat sure, you know? sure. i was like what's that got to do with me yeah yeah, yeah. skip leclerc yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking That's back not... i realized yeah, I, yeah. I, I i definitely needed a slap well i got one don't we all yeah <laughs> yeah i was young man but then and then from then is what then you just kind of whatever. That's when that's I, when that's I kind of met you. Right. Well, that's when Howard called me. Right. The right. day after I was fired from that band, my phone rang off the hook. Oh, right. And it was all people that had been in the band. Yep. 
come work with me. Come yep. do this. Yep. Howard called me, wanted me to play with the crayons for a while. Right. Um, so oh, I met Jimmy you. Carter. Yep. Um, all yep. them. Yep. And I was like, maybe I am okay. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was yeah. starting to think maybe, maybe do I suck, man? Did I, did I was I that bad? You know? And then I realized it was it wasn't me. You know no, what I mean? No. Yeah. When I met you, you were living at Howard's. Oh, like re met, re met. Like, right. Oh, you hadn't yeah, seen me in years, there, right? Yeah. I was. I lived there for a couple of years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the upstairs at Howard's guy. Yeah. <laughs> the little bedroom with a broken window. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were great to me. They, oh, yeah. You know, those Howard and Laurie and yeah. Sarah was Sarah was like eight yeah. time. Yeah. What a beautiful person. Man. Yeah, those are fun times. Yeah. That was my lost years, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd been in a relationship for a long time with this gorgeous, beautiful girl I was oh. crazy in love with. We split up, and I was just like, I was just... Yeah, right. Forget Adrift. it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna rip the world apart. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I'm gonna build my motorcycle and just yeah. ride it all over the place. Well, that's okay. Nah, gotta I, survive, you know. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Eighty six, eighty seven. Yeah, that would have been. That so been. I started working for Harvey at the music shop down right. in, in Madison, and I got Howard in there too. So me and Howard were running the place. Right. Right. Yeah. I could tell you some stories off the record about that place that would really melt your. Brain. What out in Brantford? Uh, Madison. Oh, right. Harvey. Right. Right. Yeah, I guess. Right. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him and Vic. Vic. Yeah. If, I love Vic. Oh, yeah. Vic, Vic, Vic is the most sarcastic <clears throat> human being I've ever met in my wow. life. Yeah. But he, he and Harvey had a band at the time. I know. And they were doing like the crew, the, not the crew, the, the, the Connecticut River. Liberty Bell. Yes. Or the, yeah, yeah. Not, I, I did that one. That, yeah. was, that oh, yeah. was weird. Sure. But they did like the Yankee Clipper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the Rob Jocko gigs. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 And with Mike Calzone, Mike, Mike Cretella. Right. Yeah. The first, it. like one of the first gigs I ever did, Vic, it was, I forget what they were called, but it was Harvey. I can't even remember who else was in the band. Probably Joe. I he, No. Wasn't Joe McAloon's Not when I played the couple of gigs with him, so it might have, I don't, I can't remember. But um, yeah, Vic was like, you're going to play this oldies gig with these guys. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was old. It was like 60s. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Kings, the yeah, Kings yeah, and that guy. Yeah, not doo No, no, like, but right, right. But it was cool. Jang, yeah. Jangly pop. Because you know. Harvey was a great guitar yeah, player. Yeah, he yeah, really yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. But those are some of my first gigs ever with Harvey. Ever. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Vic was like, just do what he tells you. Just do what they tell you. Pay attention. Okay. <laughs> he was your teacher, wasn't he? Yeah. I yeah. remember seeing you. I keep slapping the table and it makes me. Noise. It's all right. Yeah. I remember seeing, I was at Music Inc. one day. Yeah. And, um. You came in with your dad, yeah. and you were taking lessons from Vic. Yes, I was, and that's that was the, the next time I saw you, after you were like five years old, mm. and you were probably mm -hmm. ten, yeah, maybe yeah. around there. It would have been, yeah, yeah. would have been. You came in with your drumsticks in your hand, your dad. I, mean, I recognized your dad. Oh, okay, from from throwing that kid off the refrigerator. <laughs> Trust me, you had you had the coolest parents, man, of all of my friends. I know you definitely had the coolest parents. I know because your mom. You know what it was? They didn't grow up in Wallingford. Right, That's right. Probably what had a lot to do with it, you know. Yeah, so they, they yeah, they were kind of outsiders growing yeah. up being from Pittsburgh, so they didn't care what the neighbors thought. I think. See, my think parents were. I think my parents never came to terms until they saw me play, mm. like in mm -hmm. Canyon, in, mm -hmm. like at Gatsby's, and with seven, eight hundred people going nuts. And you're you're they sucking did. down the three gallon yeah, thing while you're soloing. You're playing a guitar solo <laughs> behind my head, watching the level of the thing go down. But um, it wasn't until they saw that that they got it. Yeah, yeah. Because they were like, "How could he be good? He's our kid." Yeah, I mean, right, we right. we can't know somebody no. that plays guitar good. Uh, that's impossible. No, it's not. You know, it's like yeah. it's you know, like my sister. Everyone comes PhD. from somewhere. How could she be smart? She's our kid. You know? Yeah. <laughs> They, they, it's like they, they, you think more of yourself, mom and dad. Right, they, that's what I was gonna know, say. I'm yeah. like, yo, your gene pool is pretty good. Yeah, you know? exactly, <laughs> exactly. And yeah. it's and it's it's lived on because my kids are awesome. My brother's kids. There you are, go. Kids are awesome. I mean, awesome people. That's it's great. Like not one disappointment in 35 years. Hey, who that's can hard ask? To say. Who can ask for right? Right. Yeah. I was nothing but disappointments to my wow. parents till I was about 20. You know. Well, oh well. Yeah. Well. You were always the the tech guy too, the guitar like you had your own shop. You're yeah. the guy that. So how did that? Um, <clears throat> that came actually from Jim McCann. Okay, I don't who know was uh, he had custom guitar workshop. Okay, and he's the guy that kind of launched me into the big club scene. He was the guy who told Canyon about me. Okay, and then I was down there one day, and uh, Gary was in there, 
And he said, oh, you're the guy Jimmy's been talking about. Um, we don't like our guitar player. Why don't you come down? So anyway, Jim McCann was a genius at guitar, wiring, fretting, finishing. Okay. He just, he just could build guitars with his eyes closed. Yeah. And I hung out there every day because you know where my shop was in Wallingford? Yep. That was his shop. And I it actually, became Joe's. And became Joe's. He sold it to Joe, right? right? And then Joe moved out and the place fell apart and they right. fixed it up and I went back in there. Right. But uh, Jim taught me so much about, oh, really? about fixing guitars. Yeah, and then I yeah. kind of ran with it from there. And you were like, okay, I'm going to be yeah. the guy. Every guitar I own, except for my Eddie Van Halen Wolfgang, yep. I have completely changed everything on. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. the only guitar I haven't touched. Yeah, yeah. Only, and it, only so once you got into it, you were like, I could... Oh, yeah. Figure and that's what out. I did at Harvey's. I was the guitar okay. repair guy. I was, I I was the guy who installed all the pickups. Gotcha. Um, I'm not as good as Mike Muscani is. Oh. Mike is... Is he really? I don't, oh, I'm not a guitar player, but greatest. he's the king? The okay. king. Okay. There, there's nobody better on the planet wow. than Mike. Hey, that's cool. And he's a funny, funny guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a funny I guy. I love him, man. I remember that. Yeah. But yeah, if I wanted uh, to refret a guitar... Mm. I wouldn't do it myself. I'd have him, him do it. Really? Yeah. Well, wow. I mean, he's amazing at it. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. He, re he refinished Howard's 59 Strat. Ooh. And he's so good that Fender actually gave him a, a 59 decal to put on the guitar. And that's like wow. illegal. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Right. And sure, they, sure. They, he's, he's, is they're just like, this is good. Yeah, right. So he's wow. authorized by those guys to be that, you know, that good. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And that's now he makes his own pickups. Oh, really? And they're outstanding, of course. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's local, pretty cool. Local guy, too. Do you still do anything like that or no? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah? I do guitar repairs, yeah. Soup up yeah. stuff. Yep, absolutely. Uh, everybody I work with plays guitar, so I'm constantly doing stuff for Yeah. Them. Well, that's kind of cool. It is. It's fun. So it all, it all, did that, did, stupid question, but did Wilcox, did that help? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. So oh, it all, sure. it all, yeah. it all worked out. None yeah. of it was, uh, was uh, the a waste thing, of The time. thing that was great about Wilcox is um, it taught a kid that, you know, was basically mechanically... Can you say the word retarded? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna find out. <laughs> we'll yeah. find out. Right, right. <laughs> they kick right, us off on YouTube. Yeah, right, right. But um, and it taught me that you don't have to be a genius to do this stuff. You just have to know how to do it. Sure, it's all theory. I got gotcha. you. And all the tools are designed to do it. Yeah, you just gotta know how to use them. Yeah. And if you have a good enough teacher, which I was lucky, I did. Oh yeah. My my teacher was an old retired toolmaker. So in case anybody doesn't know, just in case, Wilcox is like the the, the trade school, the high school, the right. technical high school. Regional vocational area. technical okay. school. Yes. That's what it is. Where you go learn how to actually do stuff. Yeah, and I recommend kids do that now because I got to tell you, I know kids that have six years of college mm -hmm. that can't make more than $20 an hour. Right, right. I well, make way more than that. Yeah. Because and, you know, and who knew? With, with a high school education. The trades got lost in this country because right. everybody wanted to sit behind a desk sure. and do this. Yeah, yeah. But when you flood the market like that, right. like right now, the average age of a toolmaker is, you ready? Yeah. 65. Ooh, what's going to happen? That's going to go away. Yeah, yeah. We can't get anybody. Any we Seven years we've tried to get somebody, and every person that comes in says, yeah, I can do that, boom, we kick them out in two weeks. Really? They can't do it. It's, it's really weird work. Wow. It's the kind of work where, you know, I'll quote you. When I get home, I flush my head down the toilet. Yeah, right, right. That, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. my brain, when I get home, my brain is fried. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. I got to chill for at least an hour, play my guitar or. Really? Yeah. Well, wow. You work to like sometimes 50 millionths of an inch. Wow. Over something the size of this table. Wow. It's yeah. got 700 things in it. And, and what do you make in, for what industry? Uh, aerospace. Wow. Yeah, okay. stuff. Like uh, fighter jets and... Wow. Yeah, F-135 engines and it's it's crazy stuff, man. So you, the fewer there are of you that can do that, you can make more money is what no, you're saying. You can basically... Yeah, right. <laughs> Go whatever. ahead, fire me. Well, that's that's kind of <laughs> like Doug LaChapelle is the same way. He has some oh, painting yeah. thing that nobody does. Nobody else does, me. yeah. We, we talk about that all the time. Yeah. And I'm lucky. And I he would. said his dad was the same way. It was like, learn a trade. Yep. Yep. Doug and I come from the same yeah, moment, right, man. Right, yeah. We 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 became instant friends the moment we met, you mm -hmm. know, and still still friends to this day. Forty five years. Doug is he's hilarious. Oh, he's great. Yeah, Another one of the most funny. sarcastic yeah, yeah. people I've ever he's met. He's funny. He has no filter. Oh my god! <laughs> I, yeah, love, no. I love 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 you, Doug. You yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we'll get we'll get him in here. But uh, I work for the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Hey, that's cool. Yeah, my boss is like the coolest guy ever. In what fact, more can he, you ask for? I you can't and. Yeah. This is the best part. 
I work a half a mile from my house. I used to work over here. Oh, where? Standard nap. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, around, the br- right around the bridge. There's, yeah, okay. a, there's a little factory Underneath, down there. They, they yeah. make packing machines. Okay. I worked there for like six years until I left to go here. Wow. So I used to drive here every single day. Oh, that's how yeah. you knew where it was. That's how I knew exactly where that's it was. Cool. Yeah. I used to go to right Aid across the street and look at this shop. Far out. Yeah. It's nice really little like... shop too here. Actually. Oh, yeah. Dave does a great job. Very quaint, but, yeah. but nice. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, Dave, he's a lifer. Dave's I could tell. He's a musician. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can tell. Yeah. Um, I don't want to run out of time. Oh. I want to make sure that I get I get what I want to get. See, we didn't talk about you enough. I don't. Nobody <laughs> cares. I was my own guest. Nobody two, cares. No, two weeks ago, it was my 100th show. Oh, is that one Jim Chaplin did? Yeah. Yeah. So it just, you know, I don't have to yeah. talk about myself. I didn't get to see that. It was fine. No, it's you'll, cool. you'll have to tell me how to watch these because I'm computer yeah. illiterate. It's easy. I'll show you. I'll show you. You go to YouTube, type easy. in John Peckman's podcast, and it comes up. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and then much. you just subscribe. I could do that. And you just subscribe. This sounds like a, a, comer- like a commercial. You know, it's, oh, well, let me show you how to do it. And Gee, Dad, actually, how yeah, do you yeah, do yeah, this? Yeah, we're actually, well. <laughs> um, uh, all right, well, let me, let, me, uh, let me ask you this. So um, kind of wrap-up type of questions, although I want you to come back because I don't feel like we talked. Oh, no, we could go on yeah, for days yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, so this will be. Known each other so I'll be, I'll be hitting you up. Yeah. Forever, ever since I was Jonathan, which nobody knows that. My name is Jonathan. <laughs> I'll never forget it, man. You oh, looked up at me. Sorry. It's like, yeah. oh, you little, little jerk. Little yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Desert Island album Desert. or a few? Give me five albums that, oh. that you would listen to for the rest of your life only. Queen 2. Yep. Um, Queen 1. Yeah, sure. Sheer heart attack. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm a humongous queen. Fan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I hate this. This might sound crazy. Bump ahead, Mr. Big. I don't know. It's that. the it's the album yeah. with Richie Kotzen on guitar. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. The songs are <clears throat> incredible. And of I course, don't know. you got Billy Sheen and Pat Torpy. I don't know enough about them, but... Pat you know. Torpy? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a Stead Holland, Pat Torpy, Matt Starr circle. I'll tell you. About right. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, Matt. Because yeah. Matt, uh, Matt took Stead's place in Run Twenty One. Right. Stead took Pat's place when he left Pelletary to join to start Mr. Big. And Matt. Took and then Matt Pat's took so. Pat's. Place. So it's a, a thirty-five years. It went full circle. Right. Wow. There. Crazy, crazy. Um, so Queen, just Queen. Oh, I'm a huge Queen. Fan. Wow. Huge. I've seen them seven times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Desert Island. Right. Another one. Axis Bold as Love. Sure. Yep. Because the songs and the lyrics are just, yeah sure yeah yeah they're, yeah they're magic yeah you know? yeah there's yeah. there's a bunch that's a really tough one you know I know there are five five albums um, I don't know you know help yeah cool yeah cool. help help is one of my favorite favorite records yeah I think I remember like when I started hanging around with you with you guys with you and Howard it was like a big deal I was at you know I was kind of like becoming the adult. And my parents were big Beatle fans, but my parents are funny. They always said the Beatles were never any good till they started doing drugs. My parents didn't. <laughs> they like, always did. They drugs. didn't like their. I, I know, I know. But they didn't <laughs> like early Beatles, like anything pre-Revolver. We never had in the house. Yeah, but they were smoking weed back then. I know. Then, yeah. And then when I met you guys, you liked earlier Beatles, and oh. I was like, oh, okay, help, I can like this. Help and Hard cool. Days Night are like yeah, yeah. masterpieces. Great. Okay. And I had I had the Beatles' second album, it's called. Yeah, yeah. I wore that out when I was a kid. Cool. Wore cool. it out. Yeah. Roll over Beethoven. Yeah. I was like, just yeah. listen to Ringo on that record, man. Yeah, I can't. Guy yeah. was on fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I agree with all that. Yeah, I like Queen, too. Queen, too, like that is, that's my number one. Yeah, it's crazy. That's it, like you can hear everything. It's all there. Like Bohemian amazing. Rhapsody's already there. Oh, just didn't put yeah. it together. Like all the tricks are there. And that was the tour I saw when they opened for Monta Hoople. Wow. That was Queen 2. That must have been I got crazy. turned on to Queen by Chip Flynn. You know, you must know Chip Flynn, guitar player. He's from no. Middletown. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Player. He was friends with Yes. Okay. Back, he worked at Music World in the Meriden Square. With oh. Jim yeah. Zabora. Oh. From, remember Jim Zabora, the, the, the writer? I remember the, the name. Great guy. Um, he came back from England and he'd seen Queen open for Yes, and he had the album. And I was at Music World. He goes, "Skippy, you gotta hear this band." And yeah, he yeah. put on "Keep Yourself Alive," yeah. and I almost fainted. <clears throat> and you're like, "This is it." Who's this guitar player? 
And Dude. Freddie's voice just yeah just immediately and there's a drum that. solo on the on the, I, I, the first <laughs> album one track one drum exactly. solo I'm like, this thank is you cool. yeah. it's like Jimmy Page doing yeah. a solo in Heartbreak yeah. yeah you know yeah. the second song on a record yeah or Great. whatever yeah so that I became instantly madly in love with Queen cool yeah and yeah. I have been ever since my dad used to love Queen my dad would always tell me when I was a little kid you should listen to Queen. They're good. Those guys are good. He said every song's a different style. Right. They did a waltz. Great. The, the Millionaire's Waltz. Great. They did bebop. They yep. did jazz. They yep. did blues. Sleeping yep. on the sidewalk. They did the prog. They yep. did metal. Yeah. And well. Yeah. They did disco when it was time to do that. They were exactly. like, they did rockabilly, anything. Another One Bites the Dust was written by the bass player. Yep. You could tell. Yep. Yep. It's all bass. I used to think, um, uh, I, I remember, um, so I have I have a theory, although I might be wrong now that we find it. But it must be like Queen's got to be the band where no one says no. Or like they go, okay, listen, right in the middle of the song, everything's going to stop and there's just going to be a bicycle bell and then another one. <laughs> and the other guys go, sure, let's do it. You know, like no one says no because they, got, they did so much cool they were, stuff. They were all so talented. Right. Right. I mean, the drummer can sing as well as yeah, the singer yeah, yeah, and write as yeah, good as the yeah, guitar player. And yeah. what's funny was Cryer, the band Cryer, yeah. two guitars, bass, and drums used to do bicycle race. And wow. Blow your great. mind. That's those guys great. were those guys were incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jay Jesse Johnson, he's he's happening now. He's on Metal Blade or on uh, I think Shrapnel Records, Mike Varney's label. He lives in cool. Ohio and he's got like six albums out. Hey. Touring touring all over the that's place. That's cool. Great guy. But yeah, Queen. Yeah, I was into Queen too. Oh, big How time! How could you not? Yeah, Queen Two is definitely my favorite. My brother's favorite album too. Ogre if you ask my brother, Ogre right? Battle. Oh, no more metal than that. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I actually was playing that. Brian May walked up and back at me at the Nam show. Ooh, yeah, and I was shaking. Oh God, I was shaking like a leaf. Of course, he was, he was the nicest human being I ever met. I bet. Just a yeah, sweet, I could imagine. Nice that must have been heavy. Like, it was super heavy. Yeah, we was at the Nam show with Harvey and uh, Joe. Far out. And Joe always tells the story about the time he came around the corner, so I'm eating Eddie Van Halen having a cigarette. <laughs> he never tell you that story. No. Joe almost faint. He almost right. fainted. Wow. Well, he was there. Jimmy Bell was a Kramer endorser. Okay. So Jimmy was there for Kramer, and I knew Jimmy well from yeah, the sure. club scene. Sure. And uh, everybody had left, and it was just me and Eddie. Yeah, yeah. And me and Eddie just sat down and had a cigarette. Why not? And Joe comes walking around the corner, and he's like, "This is it. You got to be kidding me." Yeah. He tells everybody that story. Yeah. He, was, he just started laughing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I was um, lucky enough. I was young enough. Van Halen. I remember I bought the first album when it was the only one, and then two came out. You know, like I was there for every. Van single. Halen two is another one of my top Me ten, too. Out, ten, ten Me albums. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love Van Halen. Um, Desert Island food. What could you eat every day? Fried chicken. Fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat it every day. No, I, I know what's funny is I worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken when I was in high school, and I still love fried chicken. Yeah, they always said if you would have one last meal, would it be fried chicken? Oh, cool. All good, right. good, real Southern pan fried chicken. Yeah. yeah, you know what? You know, I didn't even blink when I. I, I, I know. Yeah, yeah, you're ready for that. <laughs> um, one show. I think you might already answered this, but these are like questions in case we didn't. One show that you saw that you were like, "This is what I want to do." Must have been Frank Marino and Mahogany Rush opening for Queen oh. at the Palace Theater. Wow! Yeah, that, and and I saw the Tubes. Oh, at the New Haven Agora for Completion Backwards Principle. Mm. And to this day, I have never seen a band that incredible in my life. Wow! That okay. everybody asked me was the best band you've ever seen live, hands down the Tubes. Wow! They had a different set backdrop for every song. Cool. When they did White Punks on Dope, yeah. it's about L.A., yeah. they had an earthquake, and the crew was hanging from their legs from the, oh, from the, wow. light, the light scaffolds. That's so cool. And Fee had the you know, six-inch, pla six-foot platforms. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But musicians? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. still blown away by that. Yeah, Prairie Prince. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. He drew some fancy stuff on the dressing room walls, let me tell you. Oh, boy. Oh, He's a nut. Is he? <laughs> I don't I don't Great know. Great artist. He did a, a lot of the stuff for the Batman movies, costumes and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a oh, hey. very talented uh, artist. That's cool. You should, I can't even, I won't even explain here what he drew on the wall, but it was. Oh, boy. Perverted, so he, hilarious. Oh, boy. Like would, <laughs> it involved Disney and Looney Tunes characters. Perfect. That's all I'll tell Say you. no more. And the <laughs> Looney Tunes characters were winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. Oh, I he's bet. he's quite the guy. Oh, that's great. Quite the guy. Because so we were there like a week after they were. Yeah, right. Going, 
my hey, God. Hey, he was here. This yeah. guy's nuts, man. Wow. That's funny. Yeah, they were phenomenal. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah, I could picture that. I could picture that. You know what? We got to... I don't want to go. Actually. I know. We got to gotta, gotta wrap it up. Let's do it again. We got to do it again. And we then will. just talk music. Yeah. I just wanted to get to, Absolutely. The, get to the thing. Um, yeah, I haven't seen you in a while, too. It's so been quite a while. How's Paul? Uh, oh, fine. She's great, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're lucky. You got you got one of the cute, cool ones. Oh, you're very lucky. I am. I am. I am lucky. And also, the house is in her name, so... <laughs> I'm so, even, even lucky. <laughs> Until uh, she kicks you out. You yeah, don't get oh, nothing. Yeah, oh, dude. yeah, yeah you don't it. have to pay the property taxes. Oh, God. All right. You know what? I'm going to press the button. I don't want to. I know. Me this either. is a lot of fun. I, know, I'm really, I knew it was going to be I'm fun. glad you came because oh, you were on the list from day one. I just, I never know who knows about the show or how, and so I don't push too hard. I just kind of let it happen, and then you emerge, and I'm like, I told Pat Russo, I was like, Skip, he's like, yes! Another guy I love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, a great, great kid. Yeah, I work for him. I'm teaching for him, too. Oh, oh yeah, down at the, in the Wallingford store. Yeah, yeah. Right, I, I live yeah. right up the street. Oh, no shit. I live on Lupine Street. Oh, cool. Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. No, Pat's the best. A hundred yards away. Hey, yeah. I'm there on Wednesdays. Come tomorrow. I met him when he was a dishwasher at Chuck's Steakhouse. I was playing. He wow. was, came out to hear who was playing guitar out there. <laughs> I've known him ever since then. He's, yeah. He was 16. Yeah, he's a good guy. Great player, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Always was. Yeah, yeah. He's doing a lot for those kids. I know. Him and his wife, they did the yeah. thing at Gaetano's with the girls all singing. They do that once a year. And it's great. I love it. Yeah, good, yeah. It's all good. Be good to kids, man. We got to be good to them so they, yeah. don't up, so they don't grow up to be lunatics. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I dig them. You know, I had a lot of... Uh, well, actually, you were one of them. You know, when I was young, I had a lot of adults that were cool with me. They didn't treat me, even though I was, my name is Jonathan. <laughs> That's so treat I still love yeah. that, though. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so I try to be that guy to these kids, you know, just like a cool yeah. guy. Like, you can be cool. You don't have to be a stiff. You can be a cool guy. Yeah, I, I, that was one of the best things I ever heard was uh, oh at, at my son's wedding when we were in England last, uh, gee, when was it? It was October. And uh, he's drunk as could be because he's having a blast. His hair is down to his butt. Mm. He's 5'10". He's got blonde hair. Now he's great. looks cool. But uh, he looks over at his wife and he goes, Told you I had one of the cool dads. <laughs> See like, what I'm saying? I was like, oh my God, that made my life. All right, right you know there. what? Skip LeClaire. <laughs> cool dad. Cool dad. Cool dad. Uh, that's all. That's everything. Yeah. My dad was cool too. Your dad was totally cool. Yeah, yeah. See, there you go. Cool dads. I'm not a dad, but I don't know. You'd be know. a cool one if you were. I would be. I would be. John Peckman Podcast, Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance, beautiful downtown Portland, Connecticut. Come over the bridge, go one, two satellites, uh, look left, pull a U turn, park in front of the. Uh, the the thing. All right, I got to go. We got to go. All right. Hey, that is all. Uh, listen, Dave will tell you how to have your very own podcast here. Thanks a lot, kids. Drive safe. I said it before. I'm going to say it again. That is all. Skip LeClaire was here. Yes. 